0: I'm Dr. J, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Mindful Media Show. Our show is going to always give you guys useful information on relationships and a generational perspective. As you know, we're airing live on Thursdays from the Netherlands at 8 p.m. CST, 11 a.m. PST, 1 p.m. CST, and 2 p.m. EST. Hello, hello, everyone. I am jamming on
1: our new beat.
0: I know, right?
1: Lay. I can't say. Right I now.
0: know. The, I go. sh- thank you for the Shaws. Look them up. The Shaws yes. um, music. They are amazing. They did our song for us. So thank you guys. Yeah, I mean, I just want to get up and
1: dance. That's why when we go live, you guys, and you can actually see us. You'll see us do a little dance.
0: <laughs> Especially Doctor E. Oh, no, I can't wait.
1: But if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our Mindful Media Journal. Um, we are actually uh, sending out our issue uh, soon in the next month or so. So please um, subscribe. Uh, it's where you can learn information to keep your mind, body, and spirit aligned. You'll also find it on our website at www.strategicladies.com. com. So how are hopefully our listeners are doing okay there's a lot going on in the world, and we realize that, but we're trying to bring you a little joy during this hour that we 're with you uh, so before I begin, I want to check in with my daughter how are you doing
0: you know what i you know i um I feel blessed to be as calm as I am right now you know I know um i I have a lot of family and friends that are in my prayers with all the stuff that's going on and it's affecting everybody differently um but I I can't complain right now you know every once in a while we have those you know I guess you could say in a little bit of a panic attack with everything that's going on it's I think it's it's rightfully so that we can get a little bit stressed but right now I feel good um and feel hopeful and I'm gonna enjoy this hour with you mom yeah, how about we- you how are you feeling you
1: know, I'm, I'm feeling really good today. I, I did, you know what? I, I had a, uh, a virus, right? <laughs> Not the corona, thank God. Um, but I was sick and I'm just feeling better. And, um, I just, I'm, I'm blessed and thankful that I'm, I'm healthy. Um, when you get mm-hmm. sick, you just really realize how good, how good, good health feels. And right. I just, I mean, we're feeling. I'm feeling better. Uh, I, you know, I, my, again, we are, uh, very fortunate and very blessed that we don't, are not going through some of the things that our sisters and brothers in the States are going through. Um, but we just hold you up and I hold you up in prayer and I just hope that things get better. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, the weather here is rainy, but mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a little touch of sun. So it keeps coming in and off. So I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it's
0: definitely the weather is a change for us being that we're from California, right?
1: No, no, <laughs> it's 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 very very different
0: but um so
1: today um we're going to be talking about um love <laughs> and uh, uh, uh you know we love love right it's, it's, I do. it's so important and um uh, we have a special guest my my dear friend uh helmet and um, he's gonna be coming on and talking to us about a wave of uh, love festival he's gonna have. I can't wait to hear about him. But before we gotta kind of move into a little bit about him, we'll bring him in, in a little bit. Jay, you know, there's, there, there, you know, it's so sad, I'm gonna go through this, but the world needs, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. I mean, it's so true okay. right
0: now. It's so funny. With this. I, know. I I
1: just love this one, too. But it's just like we have got to get away from this hating one another and just kind of just building on love. We've lost it. I mean, yeah. how do you do Like, do you feel like kind of, I mean, it, it's really hard to comprehend all that's going on, to take us away from loving and caring about each other.
0: You know, you know. I know that um, it sounds very, as some people put it, snowflakeish ish to say something like that. But I agree. I feel that we are missing, and, and not only love, but I think that empathy um, of people has changed. I just see it where, you know, uh, in some cases it seems that empathy can be sometimes frowned upon instead of looked at as a positive thing. And I think that we just need to get that empathy back into our lives meaning like for example you know I saw this lady the other day and um she was trying to cross the street and she was older and um this guy literally blew his horn at her and I'm like wow you know like god have an empathetic heart she's sitting there really trying to cross and he's just you know I know that we all have that hustle and bustle in life and sometimes we want to rush but I mean, eventually, you know, that guy is going to be that woman's age. And and God forbid he has the same condition where he has to go as slow as her. So I just feel that, you know, we have to get that empathy back into our hearts. And I think that's a big part of what we're missing.
1: I totally agree with you. I know one of the great things about social media is I was able to tap into every once in a while, go on and listen, look and, and comment. And one of my friends reminded me of something I did a lot of before this pandemic. And that was not necessarily paying it forward, but actually help, helping someone and lending down a hand. And I've been so isolated on my own that when I got out, I didn't think about that a lot. So there wasn't, to your point, another elderly person. And someone looked at me and was rolling my eyes because they were taking so much time at the cash register. And I'm like, guys, she's older. Give her a chance to t- counter her money. Think, oh, she's able to go out. And I just kind of like, after she rang her stuff up, I helped her put her groceries in. And this is like things like that act of kindness that we really need to bring back when, when all this is going on. And, and, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's, that's so important. I
0: agree. So that's, that's what I'm excited to talk about, you know, our, our guest, um, Mr. Wolf, honestly, Helmut has has a very pure heart, you know, just a kind soul. And I'm really excited about having him on because there's so much about this love festival that is gonna—it's exactly what we're talking about. What's kind of needed right now in this day and age? I mean, it sounds funny, but it's the truth. I think we—we we need. I mean, I—you know—you kind of grew up in that era of the '60s where like there was lots of love, and it's like, gosh, man. I mean, we need that back a bit, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I my um, I, I miss Woodstock, but I was there in spirit um, a little bit, uh, you know. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I love. I mean, I think that the, one of the great things back to Hel- Helmet and Wolfman is what we call him, the Wolfman. I uh, yeah. what, what I'm glad about him being on this show is because he exemplifies, he models the behavior, right? He exemplifies the behavior, which is what you know. I we want to have people on our show that really do um, care. And have a caring spirit because that's what being mindful is about—focus, caring about people—and and, and he's one of those people. And, and I think this Wave of Love Festival is going to be really impactful if we can promote it. So, listeners, if you're out there, please, um, you know, listen in to Helmut's talk uh, call, uh, to interview today because I really want you to attend this Wave of Love Festival. There's some great artists on. He's going to tell us more about it, but he also is going to create a new energy, I think which we need out there don't you agree jay
0: i definitely agree and you know what dr e let's take a moment you guys we're going to be right back join us back for talking to mr wolf wolf man in a few moments we'll be back in a second you can always call in 310
1: Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Show. Um, we have our special guest, the Wolfman. Hi, Helmet. Hey, hello. <laughs> He's joining us again on this show, and uh, we have he has some exciting things to share with us, all listeners. Uh, be, feel free to call in if you want to, please, and, and have a conversation with Helmet and ourselves uh, at. Um, no, what's
0: the number, Jay again? I saw Again, that's three one zero nine two eight seven seven three three. 7733 Thank you, Jay.
1: Okay, so let's tell you a little bit. If you weren't if you haven't heard of Helmet and didn't know don't know the Wolfman, let me introduce you to him a little bit. He is has been in the music industry in his career spans a decade. Uh, he's an accomplished musician and we heard his his song uh earlier. It, I love that song. I, you did an excellent job. I actually love the video too, the accompanying accompanying it too. Um, besides being a accomplished musician and producer, he's also a director of Wolf Entertainment and it's a multi-level music production and promotion company and it's based in Germany. So Helmut, you've done a lot of things not for yourself only for yourself as far as a musician, but for others and promoting the music and the beautiful music that you and the artists that you cover. So, thank you for that in advance. So, Helmut, tell me a little bit about what's going on with you. We were excited to talk about this Wave of Love Festival. Yes.
0: I I looked it up and it seems so amazing. So, tell tell the listeners a little bit about it too, Helmut.
2: Well, first, uh, hello to both of you. It's so nice to speak to you again. It's been a while, but it's a really pleasure. So uh, thank you for inviting me. My
1: pleasure.
2: Um, And then uh, next thing I'd like to say is I wish it was only a decade, but it has been five decades. If it was only a decade, I would be a young man. Now I'm a pretty old dude. So um, (laughs) I started as a roadie when I was 12, Oh, wow. And, uh, and now I'm 63, so I've been 51 years in the music industry in one way or the other as a musician, as a roadie, as a producer, as a writer, as a label, whatever, you know, but in many different ways.
1: Yes, yeah, you've been in, I think it's four decades. Did I miss the four?
2: <laughs> no, it's five. It's five. Well,
1: I- Five
2: decades, wow. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm 63 and I started at 12, so it's scary, but yeah, five decades.
0: <laughs> well, you're still young, you know. I, I really
2: Thank really. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's awesome that you started so young. And and what, so you said a roadie, so what inspired your your young travels? How did that even begin at such a young age? Because there's a lot of people that love music and probably would aspire to just do what you've done. So, like, how did there it was start?
2: A, there was a local band. They were called Vatikan, a rock band in my town in Koblenz in Germany. Okay. And okay. Uh, they were kind of guys from my high school. And uh, they were like two, three years older than I was. And to become a, the roadie for the band gave me the opportunity and the excuse to get get away at night, you know, without my mother being really scared. <laughs> so... Uh, I became a roadie and started to carry equipment around. And there was a guy called Wawa; he was okay. the engineer, and he taught me. He started to teach me live mixing. And that's you know, really cool. once everything was set up, then when the sound check was on, I had really big eyes and big ears and watched him like a hawk.
1: Nice. So you learned mixing at a young age, which is impressive because that's that. Yeah. That's not
0: easy. We came in, basically, I mean, a little bit of an engineer very young on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, I started playing uh, music, actually, only when I was 14. So okay. I was a roadie and, and a bit of an engineer but, uh, before that. And that was always good for me in my music career over the years because I was never dependent on the engineers. Right. And that helped me a lot because often I, or mostly I have uh, an idea how I like it to sound, right. and I know how to create that sound, and I don't have to argue with the engineers because they have a different idea how it's supposed to sound. So usually what I do when I do a live kick, I do in a mix. I set everything up, and then the engineers are only there to change anything or fix anything if anything goes wrong. That's,
0: That's
2: great. great. Mm-hmm. So I
0: you an independent musician
2: completely. In that sense, yeah, and uh, and I mean the basics of of sound mixing that that uh, I, I took that across into the studio later, where I had many different other teachers and you know top producers who I uh, learned a lot from. Um, and then later when I started to have my own studios, uh, and started to do my own mixes in, in recording studios. And then from there, I learned uh, more into production. And, uh, the last few years, I also do a lot of mastering, which is another step of the, the process. So yeah, do, uh, do all of them, uh, all of the different parts of music production, which is nice because I'm not dependent on anybody else. Yeah.
0: So now that you've done that, like now that you, I mean, pretty much have the skill in, you know, starting at 12 after all of that, what has been your favorite? I mean, I know that you're an amazing musician, but in the production process, what has been your favorite part? Because, you know, I, I, I love music myself and I've been, um, in the studio and I see all the different facets, but I can't imagine having all the different skill sets. What's been your favorite part?
2: um, well, while you were uh, formulating the question, I was kind of uh, things were running through my head, and what really um, kind of stand out uh, stood out was the moment when you're recording or producing something, and uh, you know that the magic is happening, and your hair stand up, and uh, you know it's just the right thing that's going on. That that moment is so special. Right. And, you can't make that happen. These are rare moments, and when they happen, then this, uh you know God has arrived, and that's the most beautiful, I would say.
1: You know, I, hear, I hear a lot of artists talk about the magic in music, and it is a it's it is a love universal language. It's um and the magic when it does happen and it all clicks. It's just mm. experience, and that rush is just like no other. Mm.
2: Um, I
0: agree. So, and, I remember being in the studio and hearing something play back and you're like, Oh my God, it sounds so cool. Like, you know, it's just everything coming together makes you feel really good. I mean, and and sometimes I really feel like this and I don't know if you feel like this helmet, but, um, sometimes like your music is, is so special. It's just for you. So you, you know, it's like, even when it just touches you and if it didn't get out there, it just has this, this beautiful feeling of it came together and all those different people that worked to it and everybody's excited about it even if it doesn't hit number 1 it felt beautiful to make that
2: sure and you know you have to consider that most music does not make it to number 1 there's exactly. just a little there's only a little bit that that actually reaches um, the number one on the top 10 on top 50 or top 100 even, you know, the, exactly. what, as I read or heard some 20,000 iTunes releases every day. Ooh. Uh, and that's because so many people now have their own home studio. Uh, whereas in the old days, you, you know, due to go into a top studio that costs an enormous amount of money and unless you were with a top label, it was difficult to get the time. Now, okay. everybody has a, at least a laptop and a mic and a little interface and the software, and they're all hammering away, creating stuff. And because of the uh, digital distribution services that are also widely o- uh, available, uh, everybody is pushing out their music, which is a wonderful thing. But that, what, what it does, though, as well, it makes it very difficult to get your head somehow above the rest of all this music that's being uh, uh, released every day.
1: I want to ask you something I know you're you're a accomplished musician. We talked about um, you know how to do your sounds and all of that. What made you transition to wanting to be in the um, production from or the promotion business? Um, what what and distribution business? How did you transition into that?
2: Uh, It was really when I was in Sydney and uh, I started to uh, record more and uh, I had a a label there that was uh, distributing my music and at some point I worked for them doing A&R, so finding other artists, finding new artists and so on and I learned quite a lot there uh, in that respect. Nevertheless, they kind of were weird people, and they ripped a lot of people off, including myself. so it was good and bad because I learned a lot, but at the same time, I was really taken over the over the knee and um, that was kind of for me the beginning of getting into the the label side and then uh, when I went out of there there's a, a a telecom company in Australia hired me to start a label. That was um, kind of uh, uh, attached to the telecom company. Let's say it like this. And uh, did that for a couple of years, and then when I stopped with them, I started to run my own label, which is now in December. Ten years ago, in December, we we're ten years old. So it's uh, it's great. We're still going, and and it's been wonderful. <laughs> well, it's not all wonderful, you know. It's difficult. I mean, especially through digital, the, the times where you make a lot of money when you, with music sales are kind of the old days, you know. Um, right. I mean, now I'm just for example, one of my songs in the last quarter had three hundred fifty thousand streams, and that was like twenty euros or something. So. No. Um, it doesn't make a lot of money, so financially it's not always easy to move forward uh, with the label in these days. Uh, uh, what it did give me, though, is it gave me kind of a visibility in the music industry. And most of my actual work I do now, which is uh, which creates income for me, is uh, mixing and mastering and production and producing other artists or playing saxophone or flute and other people's music.
1: Oh, that's, that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, so, um, tell us a little bit about this wave of love festival. Tell us. Yes. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, uh, it is something that has been in my head for a long time. I would say ten, fifteen years. I'm not sure. And uh, the the whole concept came to me one day, and it's basically, a, you know, when you when it's New Year's and you watch uh, the midnight going off around the planet. So it starts in New Zealand, goes Australia, and you you see all the fireworks as as it goes on around the planet. So that's where the idea, I think, was based on, uh, to create a concert that goes around the planet over 24 hours and to have local concerts in... Each of these countries, we have 16 countries right now where we're going to do this, Uh, 16 venues that have live concerts and we have to knock on wood because of this silly virus that's going on that we actually can do this uh, May 8th next year. So we start in New Zealand with a band. Okay, so I had this idea to to do a concert like this. And while, while the local concert is happening, then as it moves on to the next country, Next concert is happening, and so on to stream that to broadcast that at the same time, which then creates a twenty four hour concert as it moves around the world and um, i as I said, I had this idea for quite a while, but I always thought i don't have enough money i don't have enough marketing i don't have enough star power i don't have i don't i don't i don't and just like five six 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 weeks ago. I was sitting at a friend's place for a birthday party and we had a good drink and a smoke and I just suddenly got an epiphany. Wait, wait, wait. I don't have to wait till I have all of these things. No, I'm going to just do it. And we're going to just do it yeah. with what we have. And yeah. as I, then that's when I decided no, we're going to just do it in-house only with Wolf Entertainment Artists and we have artists all over the world. So... Very quickly, I could put together the timeline and use the uh, not use but ask the artists in, that would fit in those different concerts if they were interested and that 's how we started to put it together. put a website together um, and we 're starting to get uh, now uh, more and more press about it uh, i have a fantastic guy greg cockrell he he worked 40 years in the american top tv scene as a as a news producer uh, he had won an emmy and stuff and his dear friend of mine in new jersey and he's do- he's our press chief now so he's doing press releases and he has a lot of contacts all over the place so the, it's growing and it's it's moving forward so the 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 whole thing with Wave of Love Festival, as it came to me, is like Wave is W O L F, which is Wolf, W O L F, which is my name, and I said, "Wow, that's a great name." So yeah. it's a it's a wave of music going around the world over twenty four hours, and then for me, music is really an expression of love. So yes. it's an idea of. Love moving around the world and the world is in dire straits as everybody is aware of. And maybe it can help a little bit to lift the spirit and, you know, fight the dark forces and, and help everybody to make things a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, yep. I don't, I don't want to make a make a big claim. We're going to change the world. No, but maybe we can uplift the vibrational frequencies and and bring more love into the world to make things a little bit better.
1: Well, I think this can definitely do that. Now, tell me a little bit about the the concert structure. I mean, I'm, what type of music? I know you you a lot of jazz, but is it all types of music on this in this?
2: Um... Absolutely, we have. I can go quickly through the list. There's Freeze in New Zealand. She is a fantastic uh, rapper, Maori girl. She's wonderful. In Australia, Melbourne, there's her and Alejandro Adams. his two bands there. Beautiful theatre we have there uh, to perform. Uh, they're both kind of rock bands. Alejandro is a bit more space rock. Then in Korea, in Seoul, we have Kang Won Kim, who is a wonderful uh, jazz uh, jazz funk. Uh, sax player wow. in China we have Oscar T is a R&B guy he's actually South African but he lives and works in uh, in Beijing um, and he's like um, he won a, a South African uh, not Idol something like you know one of these TV pro shows a few years ago wonderful voice um, then we go into Moscow and there's Viktor Levchenko. He has been, Viktor has been with me for six, seven years and wonderful bass player. And he's bringing in a, a, a great band called Smotri. They are kind of rock funk. And South Africa, we have, uh, we have actually partners now in South Africa that's called Muafa, Muafa Records. Um, and d- we're distributing and marketing their artists. And uh, Smega Nati is a, is a rapper, very really beautiful, young man, but fantastic. Um, so he does uh, South Africa, and we have another rapper out of Nigeria, Lagos. Um, and then Switzerland, we had to change. Uh, I'm working on that time slot, which is 8 to 9 p.m. in Europe. It was Peter Irock, but he can't. He is busy with other things. Uh, then we're going to Norway Rebel Gel is a rock band (coughs) excuse me and then we're going to London Uh, Broken Lines is a rock band Simon De Manuel is a guitar melodic uh, guitar rock (coughs) and Danny McCaffrey is. um, he's an old timer like me he's been around in his 70s and played with the best English uh, top acts you can think of a great vocalist and then we're going to Venezuela. It's an interesting one because we just signed some uh, metal bands out of Venezuela. We had a band over since eight years with us, but now we also signed Sig Feel and Latestor. We actually signed also Grand Bite, but they're going to be next year. So we have uh, two hours of full-on metal coming out of uh, Caracas in Venezuela. Then we're going to New York and George A. Johnson Jr. will, uh, give a fantastic jazz concert. If you don't know George, you, you know George. He's did an yeah. interview. Which
1: I haven't seen. We are going to try to meet up. We didn't get to.
2: Yeah, so George will do, uh he's got a great team together for a jazz concert, and then we go to Atlanta, Stone Johnson is a rapper, I'm trying to what? do this quick, um, Kenny Keys is a great R&B keyboarder producer who will have Stan Hampton and Victoria Horn uh, okay. performing Thanks. with him. And then we hopefully have Sydney Barnes. I don't know if you have heard of Sidney Barnes. He's just turned eighty. So I hope he will be in, in good enough shape to do this gig and uh, because he's a total legend. And then we're going to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, where one gun here one uh, gun you might know Maserati, he was in Maserati, uh Cyber Prince. And yeah. um, he's doing uh, it's kind of a reggae funk. R and B mix. Cool. And then we're going to Los Angeles. Uh Baron Boudot. Baron is a kind of Jimi Hendrix style guitarist. Howard Westbrook. Um you know, Howard was a musical director of Marvin Gaye and um actually King Harrison, uh, who is one of the world's legendary percussionists, uh, just told me yesterday he wants to be part of the gig. So I'm gonna hook him and Howard up and a new band I just signed out of LA. Called moral decay, and then the last um, couple of hours we're going to go to Vancouver, and uh, HP Wild will uh, finish the the show off. Wow, I'm (laughs) having
1: to take a pill. Excuse me, I'm having to take a pill where I won't sleep, brother. No
2: well, yeah. I mean, I mean, what what I would love is if people could not go get together with with screens and projectors and big PA systems and, and dance their butt off while the while it's all going on and make a huge party over 24 hours. That would be that would be my my greatest pleasure when that would happen.
1: Yes, we're going to do that. We're going to stay up. I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make sure I get a lot of sleep the night before so I can stay out 24 hours and listen to everybody.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to watch 24 hours because I couldn't even do. <laughs> I can't even study that long, but I definitely will tune in. I will stay up as long as I can. <laughs>
2: no,
1: she did not hang out like we did, you know. I'm
0: like I can't. Uh, like,
2: no, you know- <laughs> no, It depends also what what kind of what kind of little help you have.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's it's funny. I mean, even when I used to go out with friends, I'm like, okay, guys, I'm taking a nap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting fast food late at night after being out all night. It's like,
2: that's uh, right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that sounds uh, awesome.
1: It really does. It sounds like a beautiful um, idea, and that is. And I'm glad you acted on it. I mean, a yeah. lot of times we it have really these great ideas and we don't. Man, thank you for doing that because I, I know it's going to. You, you talk about raising the vibrations. I think it's going to definitely do that. And also, I hope so. Yeah, I
2: definitely. I hope so, yeah. So. I mean, what is what is wonderful? Excuse me. What's wonderful for me is to to see the enthusiasm of all the artists who want to be part of it. Because, look, I can't rent venues in Moscow. It's co- completely crazy, or Beijing, or Caracas, or wherever. I can right. just you know do something in my direct environment. Otherwise, it's like over my head. But they're all like, no, don't worry about it. I'll put it together. I'll get the venue. I'll make sure the internet is okay. We get three, four cameras and make sure it's good production. We get a vision switcher going. Yeah. I have to say also, we have uh, Bobby D from um, a dear friend of mine from, uh, Liz, is Canadian guy, lives now in uh, Rio de Janeiro. He will do, he's in charge of all the, the, the webcasting. So that's what he does. He's a webcaster. And uh, so he will do trainings before with the different locations and the different people so everybody knows what they're doing. And so hopefully the whole thing can uh, work uh, without a a snitch or hitch.
0: Snitch. Yeah, you're right. So you guys, what we'll do is definitely, our listeners will definitely have um, the information on our website how you can find out more about um, the Wave of Love and and the dates and... um, Everything about it because it sounds like an amazing event, and I know that Dr. E and I will definitely be present. Dr. E will definitely stay up longer than me, but yeah,
2: <laughs> it's actually easy in terms of dates because it's only one date. Right, it's, Wait, May, well,
1: it's May 8th. That's May eight, well, May May guys. Well, I'll be partying early, I
2: guess. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs>
1: So, Helmut, if you could also send, you know, any information, we would shoot it out on our social media. We can also shoot it out on our uh, Instagram, Facebook, which is social media, but also on um, our strategic ladies. So let us know, you know, if you updates, updates, um, you know. Things to prepare for, any T-shirts or anything we want to buy that look like I we're know, in New York.
2: <laughs> right, thank it you, hurt. thank you so much. I mean, at the moment, the website is probably the best uh, source of information, and obviously, I'll send you the link. And uh, then, as we move forward, uh, who? I mean, we're just we're right now we're in communication with with various organizations because we are actually looking for a name sponsor. Um, for the whole festival, and we're also looking for uh, local sponsors for, for the individual concerts. So, if anybody would be interested to have their name on this, because it will get or it is already getting a lot of, um, uh, you know, attention in the music world. Um, cool. and and so there would be uh, they should come and talk to us. Oh,
1: like a, we're excited, and I'm excited for you. And Thank you for doing this. We need this, thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you, and thanks for being on our show, my friend. And listen, we've got to get down to the south of France. I got to get there. You do. There. I've got to get down there. It's like this whole virus. Uh, well, you that know, kind
0: of messed everything. I mean, I, I mean, this, the virus kind of changed a lot of our plans because we yeah. planned on going to see Helmet. We planned on going to Scotland. We had so many plans for the summer that kind of
2: <laughs> didn't I happen. I know. I went. I went up to Hamburg uh, to see my sister in, in end of July, yeah. and uh, normally I would drive through Belgium and through and hang out in Amsterdam a couple of days, and and uh, didn't do all of that. A my sister was concerned that we would drag the virus into her house, so <laughs> we just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um and uh and b you couldn't even get through belgium so we had to drive around the south uh, of germany and then uh, head up to the highways in germany uh because uh yeah because belgium was the close if you had if we had gone to belgium it would have been two weeks quarantine oh well
1: well and and your beautiful mother i see her in in polls too i wanted to make sure she was safe too so yeah, yeah well.
2: she's amazing. I mean, she's 96, as you know, and uh, she's still going strong. She's blowing <laughs> me away every day.
1: I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That inspires me, and I get closer to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so mm. well, everybody, can you tell us the website once again where people can find out more about Wave of Love that are listening?
2: Yeah, it's called waveoflovefestival.com. Wave Take of Love away. Festival, one word.
0: So you guys heard it from the Wolfman's mouth. Go to waveoflove.com. Um,
2: waveoflovefestival.com.
0: Waveoflovefestival.com. And you can find out more about this amazing concert or festival that's going on May 8th that we will definitely be attending. And we'll keep telling you guys and reminding you about it too on future shows because we're really excited about the things that, you know, we need some positivity in the world right now, especially yes, with everything yes. going on. And um like uh Mr. Wolf said, the truth of the matter is is that there's so many things going on and we need some happiness. And and this will bring up the the happiness around the world. And the vibrations, yeah, the
2: energy. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it it brings some excitement to people, you know. uh, And also, if anybody wants to get involved in any way, just contact us, and we can see how we can, you know, incorporate what you want to do into the whole thing. I would love that. That this whole thing can kind of take a life of its own and grow and bubble beyond anything that I could even uh, imagine. That would be wonderful.
1: I just had an idea. I'm gonna have to shoot up like it was given to me. I have to. I'll text you on it.
2: All okay, right. Great.
0: See how energy works. Da da da, da. Boom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, thank you right. for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have friends it's on. A pleasure. Especially. So, thank you again.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Have a good one. Have a good night. Okay.
2: Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Be safe. You too. Thank you.
1: Oh, it's so pleasure. It's always
0: good. It's always good to have um, Helmut on because he has such a a, a strong, positive energy. Uh, totally,
1: and, and and it was so needed. And and, and you know what? Uh, you know, it's all about keeping it real. He keeps it real. He's real. He's not like this fake, you know, this um, you know, person that's not genuine and, and authentic. So I love that.
0: Yes, I agree. So. so that's, uh, you're, we got to talk about this. So how are we going to stay up for the wave of love?
1: You know, it's funny because I know people that were my age kind of laugh when I said no dose. You probably have no idea what that is. Do you, Jay?
0: I mean, I've heard of it, but like, I totally <laughs> don't know. I anymore.
1: Think they make it anymore. And I don't know if they make
0: it in Europe, but
1: it's, 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 it keeps you awake. Right. And so it's, right. uh, I'm thinking that, well, it makes sense, right? No dose keeps you awake. Um, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I really want to try to do that. It's going to be hard because, you know, if I do 24 hours and the next day I'm really tired, but at least I had a lot of fun, but yes. i like, it. yeah, but look at just, didn't you hear all the different artists that are on there? I mean, it's
0: like going to oh, cool. be amazing. Yeah. I definitely am going to check it out and, um, like I said, I, I really feel like right now that people need something positive to look forward to with all the stuff that's going down in the U.S. And, you know, I, I mentioned the U.S. a lot just because although everywhere, I mean, everywhere is experiencing some crazy stuff with the COVID. I just look at the, the different things that are attacking the um, U.S. specifically right now. And it, it it hits us, I guess, because we're from there. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's home, so, right? It's yeah. always home so like you you look i look to some of the people that i know and i'm I'm, i think honestly like music touches everybody you know it's like a universal language so i think that this is going to be good for people totally will totally
1: will totally so um we'll make sure to keep keep uh tabs on any changes and any things and updates that happen with this because i think it'll be a powerful thing powerful tool right so with that, Jay, I think we might end up closing the show. I want to just uh, remind people that we've got, you know, a lot of things happening with Strategic Ladies. We have a lot of things happening um, in the world and we're we're there for you. You know, we're there to support. Um, and um, I just want to really thank everyone for, for listening and, and chiming in. And I want to also, um, before we actually close, I want to think of some positive things that Really happen and and share some of those things with you. I know, um, you know, we look at Facebook and we look at social media, not just Facebook, Instagram, all these social media things. And um, uh, there are so many things that are happening that affect us negatively, and we try, we uh, we as human beings, kind of fall into that pitfall of promoting this negative. But there's so many positive things that are happening too in spite of this. Um, I had a story the other day about a family that never really had an opportunity to spend time together, and this has brought them, their family closer. Now, of course, there's some negative ones, but, but I'm just interested in the positive one. Even with animals, you know, animals are just like loving that their, their, their owners are home with them. So, and Jay, well, you? Yeah
0: okay so there, there's, well you know what I looked at there was a couple things like okay so it was funny you brought this up I was looking on because of this like one of my friends is kind of going through oh, oh several of my friends are kind of going through things right now because it of all the the crazy we have going on and I'm like okay I'm gonna look up like good news reports right so there was this thing called the global good news and you guys can look them up but there was um, some things that actually seem pretty cool that are going on. And, and, you know, it's a lot of earthy things. For example, here's one. They said that um, plant-friendly activities are good for your body and the pandemic possibly. So what is a perfect pandemic, hobby? That odd, ideal COVID pastime means the activity is good for your body. So they were talking about how, there's been an increase of things that people have been doing good for themselves. For example, biking and riding. So riding bikes, running, swimming in lakes, going canoeing, rafting. It's just showing how many things that people are doing, even though this has been a bad time. It's like we're rediscovering things outside of social media and work. We're actually rediscovering things that we kind of typically took for granted in a sense.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think, I think that is so true. I mean, I, I see um, some of the, the staycations that people are taking and some of the creativity they're doing with it. I see people traveling to areas that are remote that are just totally beautiful that people forgot existed. Um, um, i think yeah i think it's important that we i see the the planet and the air becoming cleaner
0: yeah yes. i mean yeah you saw all those animals that were actually actually living like i mean doing going outside of the norm and and things like um especially in venice you saw that how the the wildlife started going back into the uh the venice canals yeah
1: it's weird it's just like it's not weird but it just shows you how I'm hopeful that after this, you know, we'll learn something hopefully. Um and that we'll realize the beauty. Um the beauty that um is is in nature. And um and I and I love the sharing, you know, of of, of stories like this because it just um really helps uh build Show people that there's more than just television. There's more than love. Television. I'm not going to say anything's wrong with it, but there's more to that. You know, even moving to this country has shown me how uh, getting up and getting out is just is beyond having to dress for it. I don't dress to go. Well, you know,
0: you know what, doctor, you bring up a good point. Okay, so let's think about this in in general. Like you're saying that there's so much more to things, and I completely agree. But I'm just going to stir the pot. So since you've been at home and And, you know, like, I know that in the past, you for work, you had to travel a lot. You know, you were uh, a district manager for a pharmaceutical company. You've had a lot of um, major roles in the corporate America. And now you're primarily working from home because of not only, you know, mainly because of the pandemic, you can't do a lot of traveling anymore. So in that sense, what have you rediscovered in your life that you're like, whoa, it's been an aha moment. That, whoa, even though, I mean, everything around us, don't, don't discredit the, the horrible things that are going on. But what has been something good that you rediscovered within self being that you can't do what you would normally have to do?
1: Um, well, I think a lot of things have changed. I think, first of all, I've taken a role which is not a leadership role and um i've taken that role because i realize the importance of life right. and this whole pandemic has had, has has enabled me to and I, and I know i use the word mindful but it has made me focus on the present moment i'm not going on a walk and, and thinking about what i have to do when i get back i'm going on a walk and taking in in the scenery, taking in the beautiful forest here. I'm walking and smelling the the plants. You know, in Jay's yard, I saw the birth of two baby birds. It
0: sounds funny, but like in my yard, there's so much nature that I'm not used to. I, it so it's amazing. like, I mean, squirrels running around. Like I, I have a mini forest back there and it, it used to freak me out. But I think that now I don't want to live without that. Yeah, and like
1: I know. Okay, get this. I never paid that much attention to a bee, bumblebee. Literally, I didn't. There's a bee. I mean, you know. But the different types of bees, the different types of insects. Um. So I've been more aware. Um. You know. Um. Watching other people enjoy, enjoying a cup of coffee or tea. You know, I'm not drinking coffee as much as I used to, but I'm drinking like teas or or. Um, it's just, just being mindful. It's amazing. It's just, um, so that's what the pandemic has done for me is giving me an opportunity to be, just be, just be.
0: I would say for myself, um, um, you know, I've always been kind of the person that's kind of relaxed and enjoy life. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I just, um, I may, I feel like I'm the family's person that makes everybody do things together and do goofy things. Um, I'm not that resident person, but I think what it has done is made me appreciate um, my family more and my health, because I think that there's so many things that at times we can take for granted, like, Oh, it's just a cold or, you know, Oh, um, you know, it's uh, just flu season things that we would just say that um, we took for granted or just even medical professionals, even though I think, Um, you know, they are, uh, I've never like thought that they weren't wonderful and weren't appreciate, not to appreciate them. I think that I appreciate them even more now, you know? Yeah. So I think just the appreciation of people around me and, and, and my health, I've, I've definitely taken into consideration more. Well, well,
1: it's time to close. I hate to leave you all. Be sure to check out our Mindful Media Journal be sure to subscribe to it and um, we look forward guys- to
0: Yes. I'm sorry. And you guys make sure to go to www.strategicladies.com and you can find out more about us. You can find out more about the wave of love festival. You guys have to come. It's going to be on May 8th. Make sure that you mark that in your calendars and, Put little stars and happy faces near it because it's all about love and just bringing your spirits up. Share with your family and friends. You can always call us or write into us at WRITE, W-R-I-T-E, the number two at strategicladies.com. And I am so thankful that, that you guys joined us tonight. And I hope uh, only positive Send things and happiness for your families.
1: Yeah. And we're sending a heart out for all of you guys. Love and peace.
0: Alright you guys, have a wonderful night Thank you for joining us Bye, Bye.